Hello and welcome to Get Collected. I'm your host, Soul Brother Mike, and it's Wednesday, November 15th, 2017, and you're listening to Season 5, Episode 4. Get Collected is co-hosted by Chrissy Cochran. Hey, hey. Today in Dusted Off, Kelly Hoppy joins us and shares a song by Bessie Smith. And here's something. Chrissy is sharing with you a song called The Truest Thing. And then in Get Poetic, a poem by Marion Moore. Now let's get to the show. Today on Dusted Off, we are going to hear the song After You've Gone by Bessie Smith. And we're joined by Kelly Hoppy, who is going to tell us all about this classic blues track. Hello, Kelly. Thanks, Mike. What we're going to visit today on Dusted Off is a song called After You've Gone, which has a uh, pretty interesting history. And it's the very first song, as things are done alphabetically, in Ted Joya's great book called Jazz Standards. Uh, so starting with the letter A, I was reading this book uh, lent to me by you. Mike Hargraves, thanks so much. Um, after you've gone, and I realized I've in my Bessie Smith uh, albums that I happen to possess, that I had it on a couple albums. And and reading about the history of it, I'll just give you a little bit of background uh, for podcast listeners. Um, this song was written, comes out in 1918, written by two African-American songwriters. And what is interesting about that is that oftentimes... In, uh, in the earliest sort of years of jazz, maybe and going on for several decades, the songwriters are people like Cole Porter or the Gershwins or Hoagy Carmichael, just to name the most obvious examples. White songwriters who were writing more in a, you know, now we might call it American pop jazz songbook, but those songs of theirs were taken for decades by African-American jazz artists and reconfigured and chord substitutions put in, but they, um, those artists, you know, saw the beauty and uh, skill in that songwriting. But this happens to be the other way around and the way it first starts in 1918. Turner Layton and Henry Creamer, who wrote this song, Layton being the songwriter and Creamer, the lyricist, both um, African-American uh, songwriters who uh, had a, a really in-depth background in composing and arranging. Um, two interesting people to, to look up, by the way. Um, and the first versions of the song were sung by, happened to be white artists, Marion Harris, uh, a woman named Marion Harris put the song out in 1918. But the, the version we're going to hear today, and it is similar to her version, came out seven years later, by uh, released by the great Bessie Smith, um, Pretty much you might call a superstar, one of the first superstars of female blues or jazz singers, because she, she kind of straddles both, both idioms. And what I really like about her version, and I'll talk about other versions in a, in a short while, her version sticks to the original, and it's, you know, it's kind of a, um, not ballad tempo, but definitely not, um, you know, not breakneck speed as it becomes, especially when it becomes an instrumental um, hot jazz song recorded by the likes of um, Django Reinhardt or Benny Goodman, um, and those are instrumental versions. This has this. Uh, this also has, unlike those versions I just mentioned, Benny Goodman and, and uh, Django Reinhardt. I'll call it an A section. That there's sort of a bluesy 
old-timey jazz uh, A-section verse that is often not ever used <laughs> in other versions. Um, and the lyrics are great. And then in the B section, that is sort of the more famous melody that you hear in all the, the jazz instrumental versions later. Um, anyway, I think it's, uh, um, you know, her version of it, uh, she's, if you're not familiar with Bessie Smith, all I can say is get familiar with Bessie Smith, one of the great American singers of all time, I think. Um, a contralto. She had a deep uh, female voice and uh, incredible um, way of conveying a song that you would have thought she wrote it. Um, and on the version you're going to hear, um, she recorded with a really great orchestra, the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra. Back, uh, This was released on Columbia I think she signed to Columbia around 1923, but these were released uh, several years later. And over a period of 22 months, she recorded with the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra. And the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra and appeared on some of her releases were, you know, people like Louis Armstrong, Coleman Hawkins, um, Chew Berry, just uh, uh, Doc Cheatham, uh, Roy Eldridge, just some really great um, uh, jazz artists, some of them giants, as, as you might might have guessed there, if I'm especially mentioning Louis Armstrong. Louis isn't on this one. This is a, 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 a trumpet player named Joe Smith, who was very talented and was said, and he was no relation to Bessie, but it was said that when he was in the studio with her, he brought out the best in her. And they were, so they were a great tandem. Uh, Fletcher Henderson's on piano. And uh, anyway, this is uh, maybe my favorite version of After You've Gone. Oh. 
Today on Here's Something, we're going to be listening to a recording of me playing live last weekend at Elix Lounge at Caesars Windsor. It's a monthly gig that we have there. We're actually going to be back again on December the 9th. So today I'm going to play for you the very first song from my set that night. It's a song called The Truest Thing. And I do have to just give you a brief disclaimer that my guitar needs some electrical work. So there is a bit of kind of static that you're going to hear in the recording. And that's just my guitar wonking out a little bit. So please take a listen to The Truest Thing. Enjoy. Something other people found I was never gonna settle down Until you came around Yeah It took me a little while to trust But you are the real thing Tall and handsome And understanding
right, that was The Truest Thing by Chrissy Cochran. Reach out to her on Twitter, at Chrissy Cochran, and let her know what you thought. Also, if you'd like to download and own that recording, simply subscribe to the Get Collected podcast on Patreon. For $5 a month, you'll get access to all of the music that we feature in the Here's Something part of our show, and it's usually rare and otherwise unreleased. So go subscribe now at patreon.com slash getcollected. Also, Patreon subscribers will receive a bonus overtime segment. Today we have a bonus chat with Kelly Hoppy. Today on Get Poetic, we're going to be enjoying the poetry of Marianne Moore. She was born on this day, November 15, in 1887. She was an American modernist poet who was born in Missouri, and she spent most of her life in and around New York City. So I'm going to read for you her most popular poem, which is called Poetry. It was first published in 1919. I, too, dislike it. There are things that are important beyond all this fiddle. Reading it, however, with a perfect contempt for it, one discovers that there is in it, after all, a place for the genuine. Hands that can grasp, eyes that can dilate, hair that can rise if it must. These things are important, not because a high-sounding interpretation can be put upon them, but because they are useful. When they become so derivative as to become unintelligible, the same thing may be said for all of us that we do not admire what we cannot understand. The bat, holding on upside down, or in quest of something to eat. Elephants pushing. A wild horse taking a roll. A tireless wolf under a tree. The immovable critic, twinkling his skin like a horse that feels a flea. The baseball fan, the statistician. Case after case could be cited, did one wish it. Nor is it valid to discriminate against business documents and school books. All these phenomena are important. One must make a distinction, however. When dragged into prominence by half-poets, the result is not poetry, nor till the autocrats among us can be literalists of the imagination, above insolence and triviality, and can present for inspection imaginary gardens with real toads in them, shall we have it. In the meantime, if you demand, on the one hand, in defiance of their opinion, the raw material of poetry in all its rawness, and that which is, on the other hand, genuine, then you are interested in poetry. That was the poem aptly titled Poetry by Marianne Moore. If you want to see a live show, Chrissy is playing Friday evening at Reno's Kitchen and also Saturday afternoon at Shop Eco. For details, head to chrissycochran.com slash dates. All right, that's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode of New Music and Get Political. So stay tuned and stay, stay collected. collected.